All right. We are going to change gears a little bit. Don't worry. I have uh, I have moved into another plan of action because um, there's some other things that we want to just touch on. <clears throat> thing is we gather uh what do we what do we gather for when we come on sundays what are we here for to learn to praise for me it's pretty simple if i encounter god in the space of community then i have this is what i this is what i'm here for encountering the presence of God and not just on my own but in communities surrounded by friends and I think we're I think we're pretty close to that space here this morning I think this has been a, a like I just want to thank thank the band Don for just creating some space for us this morning to linger um And I also just want to call out the fact that Bryce killed it on the drums this morning. Like you guys have no idea how hard it is to play that instrument in a room like this and have it sound not overwhelming, you know? And I just want to acknowledge that because that's a unique, that's great. I'm so happy and proud about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so... What's going to happen is that I'm going to take the thing that I was going to share this morning, and I'm actually going to push that forward. Um, So Don and I, Don Humphrey and I, spent the better part of last week uh, in uh, upstate New York, pretty close to the Vermont border, um, in a place called Prospector, a little town. And um, it was for a worship retreat. So it was a gathering of different worship leaders from across the northeast quadrant of the United States and a few Canadians. There were actually six of us in total, um, a few people from Montreal. And it was a really significant time. It was a, it was a good reminder for um, this idea of encountering God together, encountering more than an idea making space. I don't know how many times I saw or was part of words being given, pictures that spoke directly into a person's situation and their journey and and there was something that was deposited to them and usually it was something like hope or encouragement, right? And in the rhythm of that, that's something that I so think we need to make space for. Because you know what's gonna you know what's gonna happen, or what's not here's what's not gonna happen. What's not gonna happen is that we're gonna become so smart about the ways of God and the kingdom that we're gonna convince somebody, anybody, of who Jesus is. We're never gonna convince any I mean I I I value learning deeply. I value it, I discipleship, learning more, understanding more about the character of God. These are very, very important things. But what's actually gonna happen? What's actually going to happen is that people are going to encounter Jesus. They're going to encounter the Holy Spirit. 
And then there's going to be an open door for us to disciple people as we are discipled ourselves. And so being familiar with that here in this place, being familiar with the movement of God is something that I, it's, 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 I've been reminded of how significant that is. It's one thing to welcome somebody in warmly. We need to do that. That's really good. And to be good friends and to have hospitality. And, but, and I've seen this happen. It's an entirely different thing when somebody walks in and they're greeted warmly and treated like friends. And then somebody comes up to them and says, you know, I don't, this might sound a bit strange, but I had this picture when, when I saw you. I saw this picture, and I think that maybe God is speaking. And you share it. And all of a sudden, God's voice is heard, and a door is opened. And I want us to be well-practiced, well-practiced in that. One thing, I'm going to ask Don to come up and share some stuff in just a minute, and then that's going to, that's going to be our like content for this morning. I wanted to share one story, though, um, from from the week. So... I would never, con- I don't consider myself to be like a prophetic person. Like that's not kind of, and if that language is a trigger for you, we can talk about that. There's different frames around that word. It's not a scary word. It can be a scary word. But um, but somehow when praying for people, God often shows pictures. When I'm open to it, there's often images that come and it's, it's kind of encouraging that often that means something to the person who's receiving prayer. So anyway, so that was happening a bunch of a bunch of the time this week, and uh, but we were doing like a pre-gathering prayer time, um, and one of my best friends in the world, Ted Kim, who most certainly you will be introduced to, he's a pastor in the states, uh, was speaking that night, and we were rooming together, but we, he hadn't shared anything about what he was going to talk about to me, and so we're so uh, we're praying, and he's about to bring the word that evening. And I have this picture come into my head, right? Just a group of like leaders. And this picture doesn't make any sense to me. You know, and, and it's a picture of a stream that's going, heading towards a mountain. And then it just disappears under the mountain. You can't see the other side. It just, it just like vanishes under the mountain. And I thought, you know, I don't know what to do with this. This doesn't quite fit in this like prayer thing, this time. And so I just kind of kept it to myself. I was just quiet about it because it just didn't quite feel like the right time. I wasn't sure what was going on. Well, so Ted gets up later on and he starts, he starts preaching. And he's preaching, um, what was he preaching out of? It was out of, what's that? Genesis 2. Yeah, that's right, Genesis 2. And uh, anyway, I won't, I won't unpack the teaching for you, although I should sometime because it was really, really good. But one of the things that he talked about was how how we are like a fountainhead of a, like a, of a river. And, and so there's this watering that happens downstream. So when we're discipled and when we're connected, there's a river that flows downstream and that becomes a resource for others, right? And so there's an outflow. And so all of a sudden I saw this picture in my head again. And I'm like, oh, boom, that's what it is. People are pouring out but they're not, seeing, they're not seeing the gardens that are happening as a result of what they're doing. And this is a room full of worship leaders, right? It's disappearing under a mountain, and they can't... There are gardens, but there's a mountain in between. They can't see the fruit, right? So I share this word, 
And, uh, and I'm used to like, you know, one or two people kind of responding. And then, you know, I share this word and, and it's like, it felt like half the room. That's an exaggeration, but <laughs> it was crazy how the move of God opened up from this total, it was just this innocuous image. And I almost, I almost shelved it entirely. But it meant something significant to a number of people. Um, and to, yeah, it was just such a gift to be used in that way. So I just want to encourage you guys with that. And I want us to encourage in our rhythms of gathering, you know, I would say without getting weird, but sometimes it might get a little weird. Let's just not be creepy, right? But let's be open to what God is saying and to our pictures. And, to, and, and that's kind of where that image too of like the tentative out walking on ice thing. Like I have a word, but I don't know I don't know if I should share it, right? Or worse yet, somebody has shared a word, and if I respond to it, I think I might look weird or pathetic. That happens to me sometimes. Somebody shares a word, and it's like, yeah, I don't want to respond to that in this group of people, right? And so there's, I think that that's part of what God is calling us forward into a community, right? To be a people who, and it's for us, but it's not just for us because we're a fountainhead too. There is, we're called to be a, a river that results in gardens springing up as a result of what God is doing in our community. That's part of what it looks like to serve and to see the kingdom come, right? And that is, by the way, how we intend to... We're not trying to grow the church by, by putting more people in seats, we want to see this community grow, but we want to see this community grow by the kingdom of God showing up in people's lives. And I'm convinced that even more than the big power thing and the power of evangelism and all this stuff are these moments of hearing. And this happened actually, um, we were at a restaurant with somebody, and with this younger guy who's like 22 or something. And, uh, and we're just getting ready to leave, and he's, he suddenly gets this look in his eyes. He's like, hey, you know what, guys? Just a second. I just got to do something. And he goes up to this waitress and he's like, you know, I, I think God maybe has gave me a picture for you. And is it okay if I share it with you and pray with you? And she's like, yeah. I mean, she seemed a little bit like she didn't know what to do with it. But the potential for God to show up in that was like 100% more than if our friend hadn't taken that risk. Right? So I don't know. I'm just, I was really compelled by that. Don, do you want to come share whatever you want to share, and then, and then we'll we'll, we'll close out together. Um. That's okay. I I'm coming back feeling like there were huge deposits put into my bank in many different ways, but I want to share one particular experience, and I I think God wants to frame it in this way. So there's two things I want you to remember. One is take notice or pay attention. And the second is to anticipate those encounters with God. Sometimes when we're expecting it, sometimes when we're not expecting it, but the anticipation of that. So take notice, anticipate those encounters with God, be expecting them. One of the things that we did after our worship times is broke off into small groups. And in my group, we took some time to specifically pray together for each other and just kind of like we did this morning, just no agenda, just lots of time just seeing what God had to say. And um, 
So there are some really cool things that um, people prayed for me. But one of the other women that was in the group, when she put her hand on me to pray, her hand felt like hot fire coals. And at the time, I didn't really, I was like, oh, wow, her hand feels really hot on me. But it kind of just went in and out. And so that's what I'm talking about, like, take notice. So I was just kind of thinking about it throughout the day, and I was like, you know, I've never really experienced that before. She didn't have, like, a specific word. It was just when she put her hand on me, just this hot, hot sensation came. And I just thought, God, I just felt God speaking to me throughout the whole day. Just take notice. Just take notice. Anticipate that I want to do something in you. I have something for you. And anticipate that I'm a generous God. Like that feeling. Like as we anticipate that encounter, that it's like God's generosity is, is for us. And so in the, um, later that day, as you know, I have really bad allergies and I have celiac disease. And one of my biggest fears going into the week was that I was going to get sick and I would end up in the bathroom all week puking and just feeling terrible. And so I had written in my journal, God, I'm just, if there's one thing, I don't even care if I sense your presence, if there's just one thing, like, please don't let me get sick. Well, at lunch that day, I got glutened. That's how I say it, the verb. I got glutened. And I walked into the service that night feeling like I had about an hour before I was going to be extremely ill. And I thought, you know what, rather than going to lay down, I'm going to feel sick in my room, I'm going to feel sick here, I might as well just come and sit, and when the vomiting starts, I will just leave. And uh, this girl that was from my group saw that my countenance had changed, and she came over during the worship time, and she said, something's going on, like, you don't look so good. And I was like, I don't feel well, I feel like I'm about to lose it at any moment, but she's like, well, God told me to come and pray with you. So we're going to just spend some time praying. And I said, sure. She said, I didn't think it was for physical healing, but that's what we're going to ask God for. So we just grabbed a seat kind of near the back. And she just asked me what was going on. And so I described it. And so in just the simplest way, it said, Holy Spirit, come. Come in this moment and minister in my body, in Dawn's body. And again, as she put her hands on me, the best way to describe it is like, I felt like internal combustion. And I've never, I've never felt that physically before. But she put her hands on me, both hands, so one in the front and one in the back, and she was like all the checklists of like, are, is it okay if I put my hands on you? We're just going to ask God. Like she just, it's like all the things that we talk about, right? She was just modeling it. I feel like God has something. Are you okay if we just press in? You know, can I put my hands where it's hurting? And I had just severe pain across my abdomen and yeah, just the nausea. And so as she started, as we were praying together, as she started to, to pray, this tremendous heat just started to go through my body. And I literally felt degrees, like almost like a thermometer, like the nausea just start to come down. And she said, okay, what are you feeling? And she just kept checking in with me. So, okay, I feel like I'm nauseous right here. She, okay, we're going to pray some more. So put, put her hand here. Hot, hot. Like, a, like honestly, if I would have looked, I would have thought that her hands were coal red. It's like, okay, I've never experienced this before. Yes, God. Again, all the way down. Okay, and so over a period of about probably 10 minutes, and there was just this sense, she said, we're not going to rush, we're just going to trust God. The nausea disappears, and I just have this pain across the bottom. She's, okay, we're going to keep praying. Thank you, God, for healing the nausea. Let's pray for the pain. So same thing, hands, right? And just hot, 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 hot hands. 
And she was like, she said, my hands feel really hot. Is that what you're feeling? And I said, yes. So again, we began to, began to pray. And just like a band, I felt it loosen like an elastic band. And all the pain dissipated. She's like, thank you, God. She's like, what else is going on in your life? I was like, well, you know, there's like, I was like having this argument with God. Like, there's a lot of people that need ministry here. Like, I literally thought I was going to be in bed for three days. I have no pain. I have no nausea. God, you must be ready to move on to someone else, right? And she just looked at me. She's like, no, God's not finished. Whatever he has, like, we're just going to take the time, right? So I said, well, I have, you know, allergies. Ella has been praying every night that God would heal my allergies to dogs because she really wants the dog. Every night. So we pray every night. I said, you know what? Do you want to take a risk with me? Let's just pray and ask. I I started listing things, right? And she just kept checking in with me. She, again, so she just put her hand on my, she felt to pray for my ear again, just heat all through my, my ear and my throat. I felt, so I've had a, a plugged ear for about six months. Not totally. While she was praying, I literally felt my ear open. I could hear stuff going on inside as her hand was on my ear, and literally felt like I, a release that I could hear. And it, like, I didn't even think it was that plugged, and then she prayed, you know, as we were praying. So this argument with God, back and forth, like, God, surely this is, like, enough, right? I've, you know, there's two things you've healed me from. Like, you can just move on, God. I'm good, right? And God, again, anticipate my generosity. That's just what he kept saying to me. And in the background, actually, at the time, the song that was playing was just called Generous God. It's a new vineyard song. If you have a chance to listen to it on YouTube, that's what it's about, God's generosity just being poured out. And, and so then she said, what about like other parts? And I said, well, I have MS. She said, you have MS? You didn't even tell me that at the beginning? Well, we're going to pray for that too. <laughs> So anyway, she began to pray, and again, just she just said, we're just going to linger in God's presence. And what a testimony of just sitting and just letting God work. And, um, and so things kind of shifted for me at, at that point. And I, I actually don't know what God healed, but he healed something. And I, I'm walking that out. I, he didn't give me clarity about what it was. But I literally felt... The best, it, it's hard to sometimes describe internal, like what you're feeling physically, but like if you can picture, you know those carbonation water makers that you put the thing under and it fills it with water and it gets really bubbly? That's what I felt all through the cells in my body and, and this um, almost like electricity out through my hands, out through my feet, like all, I felt like all the cells in my body were being touched by God's spirit is the best way to describe it. Like this bubbling, this like electricity. And, uh, and she said, I don't, she said, God is just rejuvenating you, your cells, you know, whatever is on the inside. And at the same time, I too felt like God was speaking something to my soul, right? So like in the physical healing, there was something else going on in my spirit and my soul too. So just this yeah, incredible. Like, I feel like if anybody would have touched me or touched a light bulb, it would have, like, lit the light bulb up. That was, like, what the electric current felt like through my bones. And so as I w- so then it came to a point where it was like, okay, yeah. Like, I have, God, I have felt you completely touch every single part of my body. I stood up. And for the first time in 10 years, I had no pain. No joint pain, no nothing. She said, how are you feeling? I said, I, have, I don't know what to do with myself. 
And the, the release and the relief of not feeling any pain in my body. This is day four. No pain. No pain. And I, I don't know if that's a forever or what, what it is, but I tell you, going to sleep with no pain is a completely different experience. And to feel that tangible sense of God's presence so physically. You know, it's not that it was like a, there wasn't anything special about that place, so to speak, right? It's the same God. It's the same, his same presence, his same encounter. So let's, you know, anticipate that, that God has that for us here too. Yeah. It's my story. Did you guys feel like when Dawn was sharing that there was a sense of authority that was coming through her that was like new, maybe? Or something that, like, not, like, there was just, I felt something. I felt something that was like, whew. Um, could you pray us out and could you just pray a blessing? Like, I don't know how this stuff works, right? It's Jesus, it's not location, it's not person, but there is something about, like, hey, I had this meal and I have I have something to give from this. So can you just come and pray us into um and it's not about like praying us out, I think praying us into a season of anticipation and like you know again it's the Ezekiel thing about like was it Ezekiel? We talked about it too last like wading into the water and it's like it's like ankle deep and then it's knee deep and then it's and then you're like eventually you can't touch and you're swimming. I feel like maybe we're like kind of knee deep and that the Lord is calling us forward as a community into deep water, right? And so maybe just however you're feeling that and then we can, yeah. Is that good? So I feel to pray over us, but if there's someone too that specifically feels like I'm supposed to pray with them today, I have that sensation in my arms again right now. So I just want to obey and and just pray. Okay. Hmm. You are the God who walks with us, who walks ahead of us, who surrounds us just see you God walking before us you're the one who's opened the door and you're inviting us to walk in so Lord in faith we step together into what you have for us that anticipation of your generosity and how that looks for each one of us physical mental spiritual our souls whatever that is God we walk into it We say yes to more of you, to the encounter with your presence. Lord, we are hungry to eat at your table. Fill us, feed us. We proclaim you as the light in the dark spaces. Strength where arms are tired. Hope where there's despair. 
healing in our sickness, in our disease. Care for our brokenness. Hope and joy to follow us. That we would walk walk into it like stumbling into a puddle of joy. So, God, we, we receive that you have more for us. We embrace that. Let, it, let that settle into our hearts like a, a seed, like a, a deep thing that you're planting in there. Let your kingdom come among us, in us and through us, to each other and to the world. Let your kingdom come. Lord, we come to your feet just like the woman with the oil and we meet you. No end to your generosity. And so, God, as we go from here, open our eyes to take notice. Let us see you, hear you, feel you. We anticipate your kingdom breaking in. Nudge us, God. <laughs>